Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Stop Shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, Billiken fans. We are here uh, with our podcast from the stands where we talk uh, all Billiken athletics all the time. Uh, it's great to have uh, Simon Betcher on our call today. How are you doing today, Simon? Uh, doing well. Excited. Um, regular season's over, so tournament time. Um, yeah, really excited. Well, Simon uh, Simon is our uh, rock star forward on the men's soccer team. The team just finished uh, uh, regular season. Uh, they're 13-0-3. Um, we're going into the semis of the Atlantic 10. Simon was named the Atlantic 10 Offensive Player of the Year today, so congratulations, Simon. Um, Thank you. Uh, as I as I thought about your guys' season, and obviously undefeated to date, uh, you've had a great run. Um, but I thought about when you came to us from Holy Cross, and uh, and how uh, how you've developed, and you've really worked at your skills, and you've worked at your conditioning, and all of those things to become the player that you are today. Tell, tell the, tell the Billiken fans a little bit about that story and, and, and what it took for you, because you, you are a major presence today on this field, which is super fun to watch. And so share a little bit about what, what, when you, from when you came to SLU to what you've had to do to keep developing, to put yourself in this position. Yeah. Um, and I was actually reflecting with Kalish about it earlier. Um, it's been it's been a bit of a, a bumpy road and you know transferring it's always it's always difficult leaving somewhere where you've begun to build relationships um and trying kind of taking a step out into uncertain waters actually coming into st louis i don't know how many people know this i actually broke my foot um i think it was uh in early july coming in um i was playing in the summer doing well actually scoring some goals uh with my team there I broke my foot. So my transition into St. Louis obviously wasn't one that um, was ideal, uh, especially using soccer. You use that to connect even with teammates and stuff like that. So kind of coming in as a new guy, being on the sidelines, um, getting back to full fitness, getting back to full health. And even when the doctor says, you know, you're good, give you the green light to start playing, you know, there's still a little bit of uncertainty, you know, whether it's a hamstring, a knee, for me, a foot. Um, so that was, that was definitely a bump in the road. Um, and then, you know, I, I remember at the end of the season sitting down with coach Kalish, um, and kind of reviewing everything and seeing where I could improve. Um, I met with Krista, our sports and nutrition person, um, met with, uh, our strength coach at the time, Rob, and kind of built out a plan in the off season an extended off season because of COVID. Um, so it was really almost a year 
Um, and I'm really grateful for that year, uh, working with teammates, working with, you know, Rob, Krista, working on, you know, all this stuff that doesn't really show up on the field. And it's been, it's been, it's been a long road, um, and to kind of see, it's been a long road for everyone on our team. And so to kind of see all that start to come to fruition is it's nice. Um, but you know, definitely a lot more to, a lot more to go. So, um, <clears throat> And that's the big part of the story, right? I mean, from where you were and what it took and how much better shape are you in today than you've ever been in, the, in your career? I mean, you are playing at, at a way different level and you can't play at that level if you're not conditioned body and mind to do it. So how much better shape are you in today? Yeah. Um, and we talk about it all the time, you know, as, as, people and as a team and as players it's just the margins you know um it's the you know having the fueling station to you know start to get that you know get those the nutrition that'll help you grow to you know kind of lean off some of the the unwanted fat you know it's having the right strength coach to uh to really like you know focus on you know your individual how your body type is what you need um and you know i think that all that combined and having the time to really dedicate to that um it 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 starts to show and you know it doesn't start to show today but it starts to show in one month three months six months and then you know start to work on on the soccer side of it um I, i think that you know my diet has transformed you know how i how i look at you know, how I eat, how I look at how I train, how I look at how, you know, I go to the weight room, It you know, and then you carry it over to the field and what you're working on individually on the field. Um, you know, I think it exponentially helps you. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I saw. And it was nice having the support group to reach out because sometimes you don't always know what you can improve on. You know, I don't, you know, I, I kind of sat down with Krista and she was like, it's not a ton of things. It's, it's simple things. It's trying to incorporate this into your diet instead of eating, you know, instead of eating uh, meatballs with your, with your pasta, when you make it at your apartment, make chicken. Um, and, you know, you know, putting the right, the right amount of portions in as well. Um, all that stuff starts to add up and it, it is honestly cool to see. Well, it's, it's been cool to see you develop on the field. And again, the only way that happens if you're not developing in all those places. So super cool. Let's talk about this, this season and this team and um, how, uh, and we're, we're super deep, right? I mean, we're, we're deep. We can keep putting waves at teams and that's been one of our biggest strengths. How, how have you, um, how have you embraced that and helped your teammates embrace that so that we can be the best versions of ourselves to compete uh, at the highest level here in November and December. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that as a team, as a culture, and even like almost as a family, like it takes a lot of putting your ego aside. It takes a lot of, you know, trusting your teammates. It takes a lot of trusting the coaching staff um, and maybe not always getting what you think you want. Um, and putting it kind of aside for the betterment of the team and having, you know, I think it's been, it's un, unspeakable, like the effect that it has having, you know, 16, 17, 20, 30 guys. And, you know, it's coming to training on the day after a game and seeing, you know, some of the redshirt freshmen or the people who didn't get playing time in the game before putting in work. And like, we've had some, you know, some of the best trainings was when 
you know, the 15 guys that played were on the sidelines cheering on the guys who were playing 6v6 on an off day um, with the coaching staff. And when those guys are pushing, constantly pushing the people on the field, constantly pushing into the lineup, I mean, you can, you can see the effect it has. I mean, we're not – a lot of teams in this league don't sub. They're, you know, they're 11 deep, they're 12 deep. When you're, you know, 16 deep, 18 deep, and then, you know, all the way, all the way to the 30th guy. Um, I mean, in knowing and trusting that, like, even when you come off, the guy behind you is going to, is going to come give a hundred percent and have a good effect on the game. I mean, I think especially in the, as tough of a conference as the A-10 is, you can't really, you can't play for 70 minutes. You got to play the full 90. So having those guys, having those guys come in, I mean, I think it's really helped push us. Simon, you just said what I think is the, in my opinion, the the greatest uh, improvement that our program has made, and that's in having all 30 guys being all in, having everybody understanding that everybody's role is equally important. If we're going to get, if we're going to get to the promised land in the end, it takes everybody pushing everybody at each training. Because how do you get better? You get better in practice, right? And so the more you, the more everybody stresses the system and gets better in practice, we get better in games. And that is so clear from where I sit uh, uh, watching you guys that everybody's all in for people's success. And it, and, and it shows, it shows in the record call. Definitely. Definitely. So here we are. Uh, we've got a team that we've, uh, that we, uh, I would assume have had circled that we're playing in the A-10 semi-championship, semi, semi-final that we uh, have not had uh, the success that we'd like. How do we prepare for this semifinal tomorrow? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely one that we've circled. But, again, um, and we talk about it a lot, you got to take games game by game. You got to focus on you got to focus on tomorrow. And in doing that, you got to focus on yourself. So, you know, we really think of – you know, what can, what can we do? What can we control, control the controllables? Um, and so, I mean, in preparation for that, it's just, you know, going back to what made you successful, the hard work, the intensity, you know, we, I think as a team, like one of our, one of our core, core values is, you know, being, being blue collared, you know, working hard, um, kind of putting your nose down and, and doing, doing the, the gritty hard work that you need. So, I mean, that's one thing that we know that we're going to bring tomorrow. Um, and then in doing that, uh, knowing that they're going to give us our best game, it's tournament time. They're fighting for our lives. We're fighting for ours. So being ready for a battle and then going out and doing what we're doing um, and doing what, what got us here playing our style of play. Um, yeah. Okay. Simon, what does game day look like for Simon? Share it with everybody. What, 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 what is your, everybody's got their own process, right? What's Simon's yeah. game day process to get you ready to play? Yeah. Um, I mean, we obviously have team activities. So whether it's a walkthrough, a team meal, all that stuff. Um, me personally, I like to get away from the game. I don't like to sit there and think about it all, all day. I know some people like to focus on it. I like to, especially with the later games, it can almost be like, be, you can almost, I, I don't want to be tired when I get to 6 p.m. when we're starting the warm up. Um, we usually report around 5.40. So like throughout the day, I try like not think about it. Usually plan to have my school done. So I'm not doing school, school work or trying to submit assignments last minute. Um, and then like music I listen to, I don't really like like super like up, like 
pump up songs. I actually like kind of listen to like mellow music, kind of like you know get get me into a good mood. Um, and then and then once we once we step out, it's just start to focus in, start to you know lock into you know what I think I what I have to do, like what I'm focusing on for the game because we all have you know things that we focus on individually. Um, you know, a lot of it's just about doing the doing your job. So once. Yeah, once we hit the field for practice, it, I just start to think about, you know, what, what I can control and what I can do. All right, Simon. What is your mellow pump-up music? What do you my, my, What are you listening oh, to? Man. You say you go mellow to get pumped up, to get yourself prepared. Come on, share with everybody. What, what are you listening to? Um, it changes. Uh, I mean, I mean, a lot of people listen to Drake. He has it's a it's a big, big span of it. Um, I like listening to uh, one person. A lot of people don't know Coda the Friend. It's just like very, very chill, but like almost R and B type. I listen to that. Um, sometimes I throw a little bit of Mike Stud in there. Um, you know, something light, something that's going to put me in a good mood, get me in the right mindset. So you're not uh, put you're not uh, putting anybody on the moon with your pregame. You know you're not cracking the atom with your pregame music. <laughs> no, no. Okay, Simon. La- last last point. What uh, what should the Billiken fans look for in uh, the Billikens coming postseason here? Uh, obviously, yeah. But as we go into postseason in Herman Stadium, we've been really good at home for for a while. What should uh, the Billiken fans expect to see out of us this weekend? Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing we've done, if, if anyone's been lucky enough to catch a game, um, you know, I think, like I said, we work hard. You know, we want to play a nice style of soccer. We want to, you know, we're a team that can, we can beat you on the counterattack. You know, if you saw the Dayton game, we can defend for long stretches. If you want the ball in your own half, you can have it. And then we're going to counter you and score. You know, we're a team that scores on restarts. Look for that. Um, and, you know, we want to be a team that's exciting to watch. We want to be a team that fans come back. And, you know, if it's your first time coming to a slew Billikens game, we want to be like, that team was fun to watch. They work hard. You know, you want to you want to root for a team that works hard. And that's, you know, what we that's what we pride ourselves in being. So um, hopefully you can expect the championship, but we'll start with a win tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully when you're looking down the field, you see, 30 guys we've done a good job to keep the postseason at Herman Stadium so uh you know hopefully guys can get out and they can see 30 guys you know all bought in together working hard you know trying to get that title because that's you know what we got circled Simon uh before we sign off here first of all that assist you made to Chris that in the Dayton game was beautiful that was that was fantastic (laughs) as I was watching you I was afraid you weren't going to get it to him couldn't have been better. That was beautiful. That was outstanding. But uh, we we could not be more happy for you and proud of what you've done. And I am super proud of what you've done to put the work in to get yourself to this point and get our team to this point. And you've done a great job. Uh, again, I, I'm super happy and proud that you're a Billiken and what you're doing and, and our team. Because this team, all 30 guys have a little bit of something into it, right? And everybody yeah. got a piece of it. And that's what is so cool about team sports. And it's really cool about Billiken soccer. And so congratulations on a great it. run. There's a lot to go yet. We will be there at Herman Stadium tomorrow and uh, watch you get after it. So congratulations. We're proud of you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Appreciate all you do for us. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. 
Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. SIPC.